Hello again, this is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and we're going to take a moment to level up our characters since we all reached level two. And we've got flexing going on and some quiet celebration. So we're going to start with Meredith. And if you can just go ahead and hand mom the book. Oh, yeah, here what, we are. What you'll notice is you're going to start by taking a D12. Okay. And you're going to roll that to see how many hit points you get. And the way I like to do hit points is when you level up, uh, you go ahead and roll. And if you'll notice, there's a there's a recommended amount that you take. It's a 7. It says 1D12 or 7. Yeah. So basically, you're going to roll. If you get less than a 7, you'll just take 7. If you okay. roll above that, then you take whatever you roll. So okay. why don't you go ahead and roll and see how many hit points you get. All right. This is going to make noise. <laughs> 11. Okay, now, in addition to the 11, add your constitution bonus. Um, plus 4. You're going to get 15 extra hit points. So whoop in your whoop. hit points section, if you will just note, uh, so just erase. So hit point maximum? Yeah, erase the maximum of, it should have been 16. It was 16, 16 yeah, yeah. So now you have 31 hit points. Nice, I just about 31. doubled my. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> All right. Now, you'll also notice... In the progression chart there on the main part of the page in the player's oh, handbook, okay. uh, you have, for second level, you have two extra features that you're going to get. The first yes. one, I believe, is reckless attack. Reckless attack. Now, if you'll look at that section on the next page, oh. why don't you go ahead and read that out loud. Reckless attack. Starting at second level, you can throw aside all concern for defense to attack with fierce desperation. I didn't know I was... <laughs> I don't know, I was acting with much, uh, with uh, whatever. You can. You know what I mean. I think I've been pretty reckless already, but whatever. Not this kind of reckless. I guess not. When you make your first attack on your turn, you can decide to attack recklessly. Doing so gives you advantage on melee weapon attack rolls using strength during this turn, but attack rolls against you have advantage until your next turn. Right. The the benefit here is you get to roll two dice to see if you hit an enemy. Okay. But because you've dropped all pretense of defense, an enemy gets okay. two dice to roll against you to hit you. Gotcha. So you're getting a bonus, but you're giving up your mm, defensibility yeah. in order to do that. And then the other one you get is what? Oh, uh, was, it's just on. underneath it. Yeah, it was uh, Danger Sense. Yep, which is also there underneath it. Oh, it is. All right, danger sense. At second level, you gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be, giving you an edge when you dodge away from danger. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that you can see, such as traps and spells. To gain this benefit, you can't be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Okay. So for now, why don't yes. you just write in your features section okay. the, the titles of those two, and then in parentheses, mm -hmm. the page number. It should be the same page for both of those. Yes. Reckless Attack. And, and it'll is. be good to review these before we play, just to remind yourself, oh, I can do that. Right. Oh, I can do that. And Danger Sense. Okay. And that's it for Tira. Tira that's is, all I can Tira is now leveled up. We'll come back to you in just a moment. Oh, okay. I want to I go over... Next, story-wise, why you got these things. Oh, okay. All right, but we'll, we'll come to that. Okay All right, dokey. next is Michael, and we're going to go with your character, and I believe he has a D8 for his hit die. So why don't you go ahead and roll yours, and using the same mechanic, 
I believe five is your number, your low number. Seven. Great. And then add your constitution. Three, ten. Man, you both got one short of your maximum. <laughs> and you have a three for your constitution bonus? Man, oh man. All right. And as we spoke, we talked about both a talent and a discipline that your mystic is going to get. And again, as a reminder, we talked about this briefly in our Meet the Mystic episode, but uh, to find what we're using as our guideline for this, you can find it on the website, the Wizards of the Coast website. Uh, they have an Unearthed Arcana section that has a bunch of stuff. They're always releasing new content that... Uh, adds new elements to the game, and most of it is done for testing purposes. It's not official, so to speak, even though it is released by Wizards. But uh, we're using their printable PDF version of this, and so uh, what two items did you pick? So for the Mystic Order, I had a choice of five. Um, it was uh, the Order of the Avatar, Order of the Awakened, the Order of the Immortal, the Order of the Nomad, or the Order of the Soul Knife, or the Order of the Wu Jen. I happen to choose the Order of the Immortal, which is page six. Let me just briefly explain what that is. <laughs> um, the Order of the Immortal uses psionic energy to augment and modify the physical form. Followers of this order are known as immortals. They use psionic energy to modify their bodies, strengthening them against attack and turning themselves into living weapons. Their mastery of the physical form grants them their name, for immortals are notoriously difficult to kill. In my hands, my feet are a deadly weapon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sounds way cooler than mine <laughs> so yeah, i just so, get mad <laughs> yeah oh i get yeah i get to Ooh. fly in recklessly like i've been doing all along anyway oh well but now you can get recklesser <laughs> <laughs> okay so having chosen your order uh normally if we were playing in a forgotten realm setting or some other canon setting uh, you would actually be able to pick two extra disciplines, but because of the mechanics of this world, you're only going to get one discipline and one talent. So what was the discipline you've settled on? I, I settled on um, uh, bestial form. Okay, and can you describe that for sure. us? Sure. Um, you transform, it's an immortal discipline, of course. It says you transform your body gaining traits of different beasts. Um, there's uh, psychic focus. While focusing on the discipline, you have the advantage of wisdom. Uh, uh, checks and then uh, there's bestial claws uh, you manifest long claws for an instant and uh, and make a melee a weapon attack against a creature within five feet of you on a hit and this attack deals 1d10 slashing damage per side point spent now let me briefly explain what a side point is <laughs> at each ind individual level you get what's known as side points and you can spend those side points for like features of your individual thingamabobs that's a technical term you don't have to <laughs> trouble yourself with and it in that regard it's a lot like the monk with the key points exactly right. or or the um the sorcerer with a sorcerer points yeah, exactly um that said i do get four points um four side points for level level one however i can only spend uh, two side points at a time so at, at any given time I, I try to spend a side point i can spend one or two at a time i can't just expend all four all at once Right. And then I have another thing that I can choose, which is a talent. And I've chosen Mind Thrust. And that is on page 28, so let me turn there real quickly. And Mind Thrust, it's a psionic talent. 
Um, as an action, you target one creature you see within 120 feet of you. The target must succeed on an intelligent saving throw or take 1d10 psychic damage. The talent's damage increases by 1d10 when you reach level 5, level 11, and level 17. Hit him with a squat thrust. <laughs> I mean, mind thrust. Okay, so yeah, uh, basically you're, you're going to add these to your arsenal of things you can do. But again, because we haven't quite gotten to the point where this is available to you, you're still going to be kind of holding, holding on to yeah, this. Yeah. Right. But it's in your bag, so to speak. It's part of who you are. All right. Any other questions or things you want to? I have none. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, we're going to get to Peter. And Peter, you are going to become a second level cleric. Yes. All right. And so start by rolling your... D8? Yes. All right, so my minimum is five. Mm-hmm. A seven. <laughs> you all got one less than your maximum. Plus That's my, excellent. Plus my constitution, which is a plus two, so I gain nine hit points. That puts me at 19 hit points wow. total. These are some strong second-level characters. All right, now, what are the things you get to add as features? Well, I can add uh, ch- channel divinity, which... Changes based off of what domain I serve as a cleric. I serve Vasham, uh, patron deity of healing and clerical stuff. So in the life domain, my channel divinity is preserve life. What? (laughs) The faces he's making. (laughs) Me? No. No. no, He's just kind of looking over going... What are you looking at? You're comparing hip oh, Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's got, got like, 31. Yeah, I'm like, what? She could sit on you. <laughs> I, I, pl- I play a fourth, le- fourth or fifth level barbarian in a side game between me and dad. And my barbarian has like 51 hit points. Wow. That's, so she's yes. already almost there. Yeah, you're already almost there, Mom. Okay. Look at you. Sorry. Okay. We're so like cutting in this one. I why think. don't you start off by rereading your channel divinity feature? So my channel divinity feature is preserve life, and it is starting at second level. You can use your channel divinity to heal the to heal the badly injured. As an action, you present your holy symbol and evoke healing energy that can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level. Choose any creatures within thirty feet of you and divide those hit points among them. This feature can restore a creature to no more than half its hit point maximum. You can't use this feature on an undead or a construct. Basically what this means is I can take 5 and multiply it by my cleric level, and those are just uh, hit, po- like hit points that I can just present my holy symbol and evoke this energy from Vasham, I guess, yeah. that just heals somebody within 30 feet of me. It basically becomes a pool of hit points that yeah. you can use to divide, but no more than half of each of your characters. So 15 for you, and what's your total right now? For hit points? Oh, 21. All right, so 10. Uh, you can split the hit points between them, but right now, at this level, you don't need to worry so much about exceeding the maximum because 10 is not going to get anywhere close to mom's. All right, could pump all of all right, my... And then the second part? Uh, I also have a divine domain feature, which is also affected by my domain. And that is... Uh, 
Blessed Healer. That's at sixth level. Well, the one above it then. But Channel Divinity. There, there's two things you get at second level, right? Um, mine is just so so. Go I back get, to your chart. So it's Channel Divinity, which is one per, per rest mm-hmm. and divine domain feature. Right, and what's the and, feature? There's nothing other than the channel divinity. So it goes. So this the extra spells I get based off off of my domain. Ah. I get a bonus proficient. So it's only first, third, fifth, seventh, and ninth. Mm-hmm. And then I have bonus proficiency, which is at first level. I have disciple of life, which grants me extra healing on healing spells for uh, at first level. Then I have the channel divinity, and then I have blessed healer, which is at sixth. Level. Okay, then you're not there yet. All right. Okay. Well, All right. It's so just the channel divinity. You got your hit points. You you have a couple of spells that we selected. Again, this is not like a typical game because it's a homebrewed setting. I have some restrictions in place, so uh, Peter is only going to have a handful of the spells available to him that a normal cleric would in another setting. Uh, and so, what were the spells? Uh, it was a couple of cantrips, I think. Where I got, well, a couple of first level spells, which was Cure Wounds, Healing Word, and Thaumaturgy. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of a mix of first What were the cantrips again? Cantrips, I have a, cho- a, cho- a choice from Guidance, Light, Mending, Resistance, Sacred Flame, Spare the Dying, and Thaumaturgy. I think I chose Spare, spare the, the Dying and Thaumaturgy are the two cantrips you yes. have, and then first level spells... Uh, cure wounds and healing, healing word. word. Okay, right. And I chose one also. Yeah, guiding bolt. All right. So you have three spells available to you. Again, normally you would have the full selection of first level spells available to you as a cleric, and then you would just select several of those to put into your spell list. But again, because Bartalon, <laughs> we are going to limit your selection for now. So my cantrips are thaumaturgy and spare the dying. Yes. All right, I'm going to hand the book back to you. And again, so to come back to how this all works into the story, each of you has been through some combat now. And as a result, you've learned how to dodge a little bit better. You've learned how to twist out of the way of potential harm. And so the hit points aren't so much that you've suddenly grown much healthier. It's more like you've become more aware of how to avoid taking the worst of the damage. More battle savvy. Right, exactly. And so that's why your hit points have gone up. You're, that's reflecting your nimbleness in battle, your ability to take things a little bit more than you were able to before. Uh, as far as you, Tira, now that you had your first brush with battle and you realize maybe retrospectively, you know, if I had really just charged in there harder, I might have done something Mm-hmm. better. I, I might've taken them down faster. I wouldn't yeah. have taken as much damage. And so now having thought about it, had a chance to maybe discuss it with, uh, Womberbash and Peter, you, you, you've talked yourself into a slightly different fighting style Okay. and you don't have to use this. Remember, this is an optional thing, right? but you can, uh, choose to attack recklessly if you think it is going to be a, of use to you. And then the other thing, the danger sense, again, you, you've been exposed to some things now. And so you are a little more aware of what kind of things should stick out to you. Okay. 
And so you're more attuned to danger potential. More in tune. That's right. <laughs> and Michael, with Lomberbash, you have grown up in the forest, really. You've been there for 12 years. And now that you have your spoon back and once something else <laughs> happens, you're going to find that that time spent among the animals, amongst the trees there, is really going to show up in your character. All right. And then uh, the mind thrust, yeah, mind thrust, squat thrust, is going to be something, I think it's just going to be a side of you that you never knew existed. But basically, we're, we're going to play it starting out that your bestial form is a byproduct of your having been out in the woods like you were. And Peter, your skill that you've been developing through a mission trip to Vondhide and also for your work in the area of Arden, that's all going to play into what gets awakened in you eventually. All right, so any questions? Mm. Everything sounds good? Everything okay. sounds good. I think this is fun. It's good to talk through these things. And also, I've never done anything like this. Uh, never been through it quite like this through a leveling process. So I think it's going to be good to see if it turns up somewhat in the gameplay. But uh, hmm. if you've never done this yourself, or if you think maybe we missed something, why don't you tell us about it on Twitter at Stack of Dice? And uh, we would just love to hear from you. That's all we have, and we'll see you at the table. <laughs>